the end insurance podcast we might not even talk about insurance at all um, not. we've talked many times off the air and in business and i've helped you and your business you and kelly out quite a bit and i appreciate that opportunity i'm like what the hell you know i haven't interviewed james on this format we've sat down with andrew in the back in the black box and we did totally we local. did totally local there mm-hmm. which was a blast right it was me you and andrew the first time yeah and like the thick of the pandemic i think at that point too we're just past like right. the portion where i think it was like april or may where people were like okay you can like do some things now some people were like you can do some things so other people were still weird you know it's been bad but i remember that shout out to andrew from ok7 totally local podcast tasty nuggets which they shoot here yeah we've it's been we've been off for a while but we need to get back to it andrew and andrew took out the purple brick wall like the rainbow brick wall came back on andrew's facebook Facebook. the other day you know i did a shout out to the the famous rainbow brick wall i used to watch some of his late night shows he did a late night thing and during the pandemic, I would like cast him onto the TV and like was watch him because they're like at 11 o'clock at night <laughs> and he's talking to just somebody stoned out of their, their heads about random crypto conspiracy stuff. The- oh, crypto. And conspiracy he's theories. He's the crypto king. Right now I'm dying on crypto. I haven't checked my Coinbase accounts or my wallet in I, God knows how long. I don't want to know. Don't. Don't. Right? There was never a yeah. whole heck of a lot in there, but. Don't do it. I just. I, I'm just living by the theme of. Just hold on to it. It's not going to go anywhere. So it I'm may like refine down to smaller or or just a bigger, a smaller inventory, bigger coins. You there know, you uh, but for now, I'm just going to hold on. I don't want to miss the bus. I missed the bus on the iPod when we were in high school. <laughs> you know what I mean? I missed the bus on the iPhone. You know, uh, FOMO is for real, man. You know, I'm not an iPhone user. Never have, and I'm not saying that I ever will. My kids might push me in that direction because they they're going to want to be with their friends, mm-hmm. um, with the iPhones. Like, but we all use Samsung devices in our in our home. We're all Android environment in home and on their tablets. We call them iPads, right? But they're not actually iPads. Same thing. At some point, the children will be like. You know, like, oh, you're not using an actual iPad. It's fake. You know, that's... the Apple stuff is great for like intercommunication amongst devices. Right. You know, and you may have a flawless <laughs> workflow because most of your devices in your house are Samsung. Yep. Uh, you know, as for like dumbing it down, making it easier to use, make it easier to communicate with other devices, Apple's where it's at. I think Apple's where it's at with telecommunications. Like, okay, so that's interesting. You, I have, you I'm seamless in phone. home and work because we're Google environment at work. So we're G Chat, we're Google Drive. At home, we're like our automation is all Google Assistant, right? In the house for lights, for televisions, for thermostats, everything. And door locks are now also in the Google environment. And I added a second security environment, which is an alarm, alarm.com, which is on a separate network, which Tom Bull, when he was on the yeah, podcast, we talked ago, about or, that yeah. too. So James Eustace, Rex Productions, This Is It Entertainment, right? You've been a DJ for more than 20 years. Yeah. Um, and you were absolutely crushing it pre-pandemic. Oh, we got to have a pre-pandemic pandemic conversation. That's, That's okay. All right, you're used we to can, it. We can lightly surface um, touch it. It's okay. I'm like because sick of, it is like, I'm like sick of those. Of the birth of... It's important because that's why we're sitting here yeah. in this room in Titton Falls, New Jersey, Red Bank, New Jersey, because oh. you set this cool studio space up with the black box. And I think I want to use the black box for my talking head stuff. So I think, Abby, we're going to talk to James for the next time we schedule and we're going to knock out a whole bunch back there because I think it's going to be cooler with the lighting for some of my uh, the, the website introduction stuff. Let's do it. And you think about it, it doesn't just have to be that lighting too. Like we could do 
a, a huge green screen back there and you could make it a white psych wall or right. whatever you like you, possibilities are kind of endless yeah let's that. do some cool stuff we need to do some website guest related videos for different types of pages um and obviously we're not going to shoot them at home we're going to shoot them here cool. at rec productions let's all right so go through the 90 yeah. second well thanks for having right? me you're just you were rocking it and then you were yeah. told to stop so i started this is it uh, back in 2009, uh, although I had done been in the industry prior to that, working for other companies, it took a while to build that that business. You know, it's a it's a watered down market. There's a lot of people. The the, the entry barrier uh, monetarily has changed over the years. It's a lot more accessible. We made a name in that particular industry, built our network, built relationships with venues, built a crew of teams that could go out. We're a multi-op, so we have four working teams that can go out and do an event on any given day, you know? So it took a, a, a time to get there. And, you know, it was a, what we thought was a secure industry uh, in, in, in a sense, right? Because to, to us, and I hate to make this analogy, but, you know, we cater specifically to doing not only entertainment um, for private events and weddings, but we do lighting production also, both for weddings and corporate events. So to us, Events, you know, again, bad it's not analogy. Going anywhere. <laughs> right. They always happen. Even if people can't afford them, right. they still have them, right? So there right. was like a sense of security there. So as everybody knows, I'm sure everybody has their own kind of like root story of when COVID hit and how it affected them. But, you know, my wife and I, we do this full time for a living. Like this is how we pay our bills. This is, you know, how we, we have a family. This is this is how we survive. So when March came of twenty nineteen and they were like we're done. Like <laughs> nobody's going anywhere. There's this, you know, we're shutting everything down. At first we were, we were devastated, but we were like, this can't last that long. You know, like it's not going to be right. detrimental. Well, March for us is where we come out of a booking season for new acquiring new clients. And then we go into the actual mm -hmm. performance portion of the year. So March through November is like out in the field. So we're getting ready now coming out of you know, holidays, we came out of a booking season, but there's like a little lull to go to go back out and do events. Like that's right. how we earn our income. So, you know, our receivables come in as we execute events. They're like, you're done. Like we're not opening anything. So the first week or two went by and we were, we were flabbergasted by, we we're like, what are we going to do? You know, month when shit really hit the fan, we we're like, dude, like this is no joke. Like right. how are we paying our mortgage? Right. How are we paying our car payment? Like, we have no money. Like, not only are we now not going out and doing events and getting the, that, that AR um, that was owed to us in previous contracts, but we're not making any new sales mm -hmm. because people don't know how long this is going to last for. You know, right. they don't know what's going to happen. Uh, so about a year before that, uh, Kelly and I had sat down and talked about this idea about rec productions. Um, we had a, a very surface level idea of what we knew we wanted to be involved in digital media. Um, and we were trying to think of how do we tailor our skills that we have already to make this transition. But we kind of pushed it to the back burner because we were so busy with this is it that we didn't really have time to like flush out a business plan, kind of like come up with how we're gonna do everything, processes. Um, and then when COVID hit, you know, that obviously opened up that window for us to say, okay, look, like we need to make a pivot. Like mm -hmm. we don't need to abandon what we're doing, but we need to make a pivot. We need to make a pivot for two reasons. One, obviously, this live events industry isn't as secure as we had always thought it is when everything just got ripped away from us. And number two, you know, no, not to give away my age, but I'm getting a little bit older. Same my, age as me. What the I, fuck? I know. We're getting a little <laughs> bit older <laughs> to break the news to you. So in that respect, man, you know, like I, I love going out and doing events. 
Um, it's it's almost like kind of like the gym for me. Like they're tough to get to at this point in my life, but when I'm there, I fully enjoy myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I needed to also figure out a, a, a way to to rely more on the teams, less on myself, and have something for me to do as I've gotten older. Like I feel like you have a shelf life in the entertainment business, right? Sure. Your face changes, your body changes. You know, people want to see younger, attractive people out there. Um, so Rec came about, right? And uh, instead of doing what everybody else did, which was essentially get rid of their brick and mortar, mm-hmm. move their, their business into maybe their home, operate out of that, we jumped off a cliff and we said, we're gonna expand our footprint. We're gonna move to a bigger place, more square footage, higher overhead for us. And not only are we gonna do that, we're gonna build it out too on top of it. Um, so we did like a tester where we, in our other space, we had local artists. We, we called it the community series. We did it joint with another person. We had local artists come in. We gave them a free session um, where we would do a live stream of their performances. And we provide, excuse me, all of the lighting, um, all of the audio, everything that they need. They just need to show up and do these things. And it was a way for us to, to help artists during a time where you couldn't go out and perform, right. still be relevant in the market. And that's, that was our viability test to say, mm-hmm. like, is there a market for this? Like, how do we, how do we pursue this? So we move over here. Uh, we built out the black box, which is a silent stage, which means that it's semi-soundproof. So um, we built that with the concept of it being a flex space. Uh, but we would also be able to take all of the, the, the staff that, you know, aside from the entertainers, like Chris, the lighting guys, Neil, everybody, um, and be able to take our expertise and make it relevant in this new market because digital media is only going to grow. It's not going to go away. Sure. Right. So we have all the equipment, audio, visual lighting, like it was a, a no brainer. So we built out the space, you know, um, both in the back and then where we are here today in, in the front, we call it Studio B, which we do stuff like this for amazing people like yourself and other companies. And uh, oh, he called me amazing. That's so nice. It's only because you know, wish my a, wife was listening. Uh, a client here for for a while. <laughs> and I mean, I mean, that's the summary of the story, man. I mean, that's how Rect was incepted. That's how we we've gotten to this this point right now. But I got a question. Yeah. Right. So I'm looking oh. down over here. Okay. And. There's headphones. Mm-hmm. Why do I always see these podcast guys wearing headphones? I never wear headphones in here. You don't have to. I think it like, fits. What's the, the point? Does the, it like the you know motif? Like it's part of the decor. I gotta wear. I gotta wear headphones to be in the know. It is. It would be helpful if you were doing like a satellite caller or somebody like a loop in on a Skype or yeah, that or, I get. Or you know that little board over there. You can load in sound effects and stuff like that. So like if you were doing a show and you wanted to do those things, you would only be able to hear them into like a <laughs> Howard start, Stern ass. You start playing with sound effects. Yeah, but this is where's, super, where's yeah. my horns? You don't even. They're bing, in there. Bing, There's bing, claps bing, in there. Bing. There's some pretty there's some pretty graphic stuff in that one. Actually, I'm not gonna lie to you. Pushing buttons. What's the pink button do? We had a, we had a sports uh, sports podcast in here for a while, and they had some pretty uh, some pretty lit sound effects on their on the board. What are we gonna we're gonna put like we're gonna put a sound effect for you're insured. <laughs> you can Accidents do that. happen. You can totally do that. Oh my god, it sounds terrible. It sounds god awful for what I do. But hey, you never know. Like, oh, oh did you have an auto accident? And if you tune into Aaron's show all the time, which is very serious, this is not going to be a serious show, by the way. I just, I can't do it. I mean, that's why they perfect. keep me behind the cameras. It's, you know, so it's it's good to not have a serious show and talking, you know, but we're still talking business, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. We're still talking about creating opportunities. And anytime I bring a guest in here, and I think we've done 37 episodes of the Ann Insurance podcast, 
and we've done them all here. I think maybe there was one or two Skype Off-site. ones or Zoom ones. Yeah. I have another guy in New York that I invited down but only kind of wants to do Zoom, so I'll do that with him. And I'll probably go longer with him because I was a guest on his podcast, Eric Sarver, um, The Employment Law Today. And we talked for an hour, and we had so much more to talk about. So I'm like, it's good. This is going to be the part B. You'll be my guest. I get to ask you the questions, and we'll take it to a whole other level to help businesses out with everything employee, employer-related relationships and and how the law ties into it. It's crazy shit out there. Super helpful information. I've learned a lot just sitting in the control booth over those 37 episodes and listening to everything that's been out. You know, it's great exposure for me, you know, to hear from stuff like relevant to Workman's Comp and all these different- You've gotten all the free advice, but then you hire the the same, the consultants that I work with also, which which is really awesome too. (laughs) You're like, oh, Aaron knows the best people for payroll for benefits for uh whatever else we're doing thanks so you know like the network that we can create through this medium is also phenomenal like i love the people that i interview are mostly clients or their friends or it's a local nonprofit that i've donated to which I, that's the series i've been loving the most is the nonprofit pieces right now that i've been doing because like i really enjoy it and like to me that's part of giving back yeah. to the community is bringing them in here, letting them share their story, because unless it's like a non nonprofit specific podcast, they're not getting that story out yeah. in other mediums, and they're not necessarily being invited onto a lot of different shows. So I get to bring a little bit of that in here, and it's part of my give back on top of the other donations of my time. It's and great else. network or no work, they say, right? Network or no work. Yeah, there you go. I like um, that. And doing stuff like this, giving <clears throat> them this opportunity, you know, and. It's so funny how like our worlds collide in this respect is it's so it's like the Swiss army knife of media because they can come in here on your show, take a half hour show. Right. And you have somebody like Abby who does the marketing for you or John Frost. You could take that half hour show and you can bust that into, you know, 10 30 second clips. You know that you can be putting out on all of your social platforms. Abby, that Abby only, you got that. You got that piece, Abby. You yeah. Got that? And not only it, well, not just only, gave her more work. Uh, uh, sorry, Adam. Um, I mean, think about it. It it not only gives you media to put in front of people, which that's what people are consuming, right? right. You know, if it's a choice between hour and thirty minute movie on Netflix, or maybe just taking forty five minutes to scroll through TikTok because it's like the the videos change so quick, and then right. you can have so much stuff, you're not ready for that commitment. So people are ingesting it at mass amounts, right? So if you can take that media, and not only increases your presence but it helps establish yourself as an expert in your field, right? right. And that's that's what makes people, they, they, once you're an expert and, and they can form a, a personal bond with you or right. with your business, they're gonna perpetuate your business. They're gonna, they're gonna give you their business right. and they're also gonna pass that along to other people, which is something that we share in, in our working relationship, right. right? We started with insurance with This Is It. Aside from being in high school together, we started with insurance for This Is It. We do insurance for Rect. You know, um, we also, again, like you said, we tied in networks, you know, your, your people do our payroll and, and, um, our benefits. So like, it's huge to be able to, and that's just through a podcast or a, you know, a media platform, which, which is also, you know, a big piece of me shooting here is the relationship and I get to show up, I hang out a little bit and I get to leave, Mm -hmm. right? We don't have to do much else and we have the best equipment in the best sounding space, yep. right? Once in a while, we'll, we've shot something in the office and it's echoey, there's background noise. You know, like, that's why we come in here. We're gonna do it right. We're gonna hire the right people 
to help us succeed. And that's something I think I've said on every single podcast episode mm-hmm. is hiring the right people, working with the right people, the experts to take care of what needs to be taken care of. And James and Rex Productions is where we need to be to get our message out and shoot our podcasts and anything else that we're doing. We were just talking early on um, about some additional video work that I want to do for website and some funnels and some onboarding that we're going to create at LG Insurance. We just brought in a new CRM. We're going to create some new automations, but we're going to shoot some video and can I do it in the office? Yeah. And will we do some of it in the office? Absolutely. We're going to do some in the office, but if we can come here, get in the black box studio and do some really cool backgrounds and have some really good, great audio and good lighting on me, right? We're showing up as professionals Mm -hmm. and subject matter experts in what we're doing and what we're talking about that our first impression is just that. Now, getting into video, just pick up your phone and do it, right? If you're not creating anything yet, just do it Mm -hmm. because something is better than nothing always, right? And there's plenty of times where I'll pick up the microphone and we'll, we'll shoot something and I'll fumble. And I don't care. I love my words to fumble because it's natural. It's real. Right? It's real. It's I don't want everything to be edited. Everyone's like, oh, how's the editing on the podcast? I'm like, no, we don't edit. I'm like, we take we go from A to B and we air the whole thing unless there's something major that goes on. We're sending the whole thing out because it's natural and we want to be able to pull those clips if we're going to pull clips for different, for different share. Um, but I just want to be here. And if I forget what I'm talking about, that's fine. It's all natural conversation. You gotta, like you said, you start from somewhere. You gotta look look at it as like a, a sport. A baseball player, right? Baseball players that they, they go to baseball practice, right? <laughs> they practice their craft. You know, it takes a long time to be acclimated to be in front of a camera or right. speak on a microphone or right. you know or not be afraid of that. You know, what are people gonna judge for for you? But start there, you know. And then when you're ready for a turnkey solution, you know, you can come see us. Dude, that's what we offer you. Why don't we do? Why don't, we should do that. We should set up a seminar. A seminar. I hate the word seminar. A workshop. Okay. A networking. An event with the bar open, where we invite people to test their own abilities on the microphone for their own thirty-second yeah. commercial. Let's right. Come into Rect. Create your own thirty-second commercial, and you know, shoot four or five different takes of it. We'll film it, have a cocktail, watch everybody else doing it at the same time. So you're going to refine your elevator pitch. We're going to get you in the studio. You're going to have something to share on social media. That would be kind of fun. Yeah, we'll do it. It, it, You know, we did something kind of like that, but a little bit different. Um, We did an open studio night here uh, just, wow, like maybe eight or ten weeks ago. Right. Um, We invited ten artists uh, to... Well, we put it out there. We invited 10 artists to be able to come in here and perform. Okay. Okay. Awesome. We didn't charge them anything. We All we gave them was a $20 reservation fee when they when they actually registered for the event right. itself okay. just so that they would show up because the, the, the roster was so limited. Right. Then we refunded their, their deposit once they showed up. And the whole premise of it, you know, from us too, we, it was a, a double win because us, it brings brand awareness mm-hmm. and people that don't realize that we're here. So we got these artists to come in. We said we could each bring five guests each. Okay. Okay. You come in. You get. Um, I think we did uh, not a ten-minute performance. Okay. Okay. So you can essentially get three songs in. We're gonna do all the lighting. We're gonna do right. all the audio for you. We're gonna give you a playback in the studio. Right. We're gonna film it with one single camera. We're gonna right. give you that footage. Right. You just come in here and do that. And and 
then we dumped off all the footage to them they didn't pay anything out of pocket and you know for them they got the opportunity to to be in front of other local artists mm -hmm. get that support system also walk around the studio feel it get a vibe for it see what right. our, our capacity our capabilities excuse me are and it just builds more business for right. us so you know i'm never gonna say no like let's pick like a think open studio night open for studio what you're night. doing yeah why not? I and mean, of course, I have to have, make sure there's a bar in here. Yeah, and have it. We catered, have one, but I mean, I think yeah, that'd be a whole service. hell of a lot of fun yeah, if we can get a couple hours. you know ten or 15, 20 professionals to come if in and be able to record. Let us know. <clears throat> we're we're going to do it. Abby's going to. Abby's got notes. She put a note in. We're going to we're going to work on that. Okay. We're going to coordinate some dates with Kelly, and we're going to create an open studio night cool. sponsored by LG Insurance. I like it. And uh, we're going to have some fun. We're going to get some professionals yeah. in here to, to record some solo video. Or we wind up having conversations in a roundtable type setup. I mean, we'll come. And the sky's the limit, right? It's I mean, cool. You never know what can come out of it. It's interesting because we're a studio and we're here. We're in Tinton Falls, right? Like, Custom of Red Bank. We're in Tinton Falls. Monmouth County. How do you compete with Manhattan? Right. You know, like. But not everybody wants <laughs> to go to Manhattan, man. And there is a no. ton of not only artists, but, I mean not even just at like a local level, but like esteemed artists that live in this area. Right. There's a lot of corporate executives that live in this area. Sure, their main office may be in the city or even professors, but they don't want to have to go there to do what their content sure. is. You know, like if you have a local base studio that's like a Swiss army knife and can do, like, and you live in, for example, we, we, we did a, um, a professor that lived in your town on okay. the beach, you know, uh, Works for NYU, right? But they came and did green screen work here because he lives. Awesome. What is it? Eleven minutes for you to get here right. from your house. Sure. We'll get there. I mean, listen. That's why conversations are great because you never know what's <laughs> going to come out of them. I'm just proud of what you've been able to create. I'm happy to be able to be here. Right? Yeah, we do James's insurance work. Right? Mm -hmm. We want to make sure that obviously they have their liability. There's some media liability tied in there, workers' compensation, and everything else that goes into it, right? We want to be able to help small businesses grow to be medium-sized businesses um, and just make sure that, one, we got to get the basics covered, and we can do it in an automated way sometimes, right? We have the technology just like anybody else does in those big box you know, insurance markets. We can make sure things get done, but at the same time, you have accessibility to me and my team of experts that are going to be able to answer the phone and be able to help out and be there when questions arise. And it becomes the same team over and over again when when things go wrong or when things go right to make sure that we have everything set up for your business and for your personal insurance. So um, it's great to have these relationships. And I thrive on community and community relationships. And that's how my business has been able mm -hmm. to continue to, to grow and, and, and develop over the years. And I learn every time I'm in here, I'm learning more about somebody else's business. Whenever I'm interviewing a lawyer, I'm getting free legal yeah. advice. I'm like, Which yeah, is this is 500 bucks minimum an hour <laughs> or for just you gotta get, to pick up the phone. I'm like every time I have a legal question, I'm like, yeah. hey, do you want to be on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> it, it works. And it's good, too. Like you said, you know, I can vouch for what you're saying. Like we've literally had run into scenarios that we've had to, to call you up and right. be like, Hey man, like, what do we do about this? Like, or, or even just like the, the, the personalized version of it. Right. So let's take out just calling you up for advice. We have workman's comp here every year. We have to have an audit every year for, we have the audit right? for, for workman's comp and, you know, to give you gravity of what he was saying to you. So we got our audit back this, this year and our cost was significantly more. Uh, so Kelly and I looked at it and we're like, it's so much more, but Aaron proactively was on, on it and said, Hey man, like, I saw your audit. It it seems a little right. high. Let me make some phone calls and see what's going on with this. You know, so 
I'm just like kind of like short story trying to attest to what you're saying about yeah. And listen, you know, I know your I know your business, so I know how the audit should look, right? I don't know everybody's business as intimately as I know your business because I'm here on a regular basis, yeah. and we've you know worked together for so long. But in a lot of cases, I can be like, there's a quick fix for some of this, and we just want to make sure we get it corrected before anything goes awry. Um, and so we're in the middle of working on that for you, and I don't anticipate anything but the correct outcome. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, don't write that check. Yeah. Good for right now. We'll figure it out. So listen, James Eustace, always great to uh, get you behind the microphone yeah. instead of in the control room. I'm looking forward to what's next. Yeah. Open studio night. Cool. I can't wait. 